0: No, know, Don, I was watching the, the old Netflix, the Netflix channel, uh, the other day, and I thought to myself, weren't we supposed to have that Stranger Things season by now? But uh, it's coming out pretty soon. But we're going to continue a discussion that we talked about um, a little bit ago. Episode 11, back in February. That was a while ago. Nah, back when it was cold. Yeah um in minnesota yeah um yeah uh so we're gonna resume a conversation and kind of uh kind of break off with what we talked about episode 11 go back and listen if you haven't to kind of get the the prequel to this to this one um and so what we're going to do is talk about tv streaming and kind of what i wanted don what i kind of wanted to start with today is one popular trend i think it started it was more of a COVID thing when it started um, but you are seeing a lot of times now where you can watch a movie in theaters, or you can watch it on HBO mm. Max. You can watch it on most. On I think HBO Max is the one that's capitalized on it the most. I thought maybe Disney Plus had one, um, you know. But yeah, uh, uh, I think
1: Cruella came straight out to Plus. Yeah. So did yep. Mulan, the live action version.
0: So here is the thing, right? The movie theater. Whenever we talk about the evolution of streaming movies hasn't really been mentioned up until recently it's mostly been cord cutters television how people consume that now instead of sitting down at six o'clock or or seven o'clock or whatever and watching Seinfeld you can watch it whenever you want that's been like the main conversation but now Mm -hmm. you shift to movies right you open a whole nother Pandora's box here with something now, I think we've talked about it before. When you go to the movies, that's an experience, right? It's the popcorn. It's the candy. It's the big screen. It's the sound. Yep. What's the advantage, do you think, um, for these companies to release now a these movies on these streaming services as well?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. It's a good question. I think it's kind of a disadvantage. Their exclusivity yeah only being in the theater that i think is special because you can see it and not everybody can you have to go somewhere special i don't know is it is it isn't is it in a way similar to being at a game versus watching a game on tv at home
0: one thing i always wondered is right you always talk about you know avatars your titanics these highest grossing movies of all time you know you pay. You go to more more movies than I do. What do you pay, fifteen bucks to get into a movie these days? Yeah, I mean, if if it's, it's not the, a deal uh, night, you, you know,
1: or or yeah, matinee.
0: Yeah, uh, right.
1: and then and now, like AMC has still they still have that uh, membership you can buy where you can get three movies a week for twenty bucks a
0: month. Gotcha. So when you watch it on a streaming service, you're not paying any extra, as far as I know. It's not like a pay per view uh, type of thing, right?
1: Disney Plus, you could you the they they you you could pay to watch it earlier, but it will be eventually released with the regular. So there's like gotcha. a tier that gotcha. they've added.
0: Okay, that's see that's that that I did not know, but um I think as time goes along, you know that that's a lot of times where I always when it comes to a movie theater, it depends on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, right. If I'm going to go to a movie theater, I want to go there to take advantage of what the movie theater brings. Yes. Right? I want to go see the big screen. I want to see the sound. You know? I'm not going to go to a movie theater and watch a comedy. You know what I mean? That's never been a big draw for me, is going to a movie theater and seeing a comedy. Because I don't think it really adds a lot, unless it's a really highly anticipated comedy. But it doesn't really add a lot to the experience. But if we're talking about action movies, if we're talking about monster movies, right? I want, oh, yeah, I totally. wanted to see Godzilla v. Kong in theaters, you know, I was, stuff like I that. Was,
1: I was thinking about that because In the Heights, you know, is out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I liked Hamilton, but I never – watching Hamilton, I never said, oh, I should have seen this in theaters. Right. You know, I – I've never thought that, but but I, but I have thought that about other movies that I've seen later, you know, like uh, The Edge of Tomorrow. I didn't see that in theaters because the previews made it look like a formula type of standard, nothing special. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw it, it had great scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Then when I saw it at home, I thought, man, that was a cool movie. Uh, and I kind of, with The Quiet Place 2 coming out, I kind of thought, man, it'd be fun to see A Quiet Place 1 in theaters again because of how that movie was so different, the lack of sound.
0: A couple of films across have kind of done the thing where they celebrate an anniversary. Didn't, um, I know this because I'm a big fan, didn't, uh, I think Jurassic Park, when they celebrated their 25th anniversary or something, didn't they bring it back to theaters?
1: Right now AMC is showing The Birdcage yeah. as a 25th anniversary. Okay. Now I never thought to myself I got to see that in theaters but <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, there is there is that one there is the whole Rocky Horror Picture Show angle yeah. that not a lot of movies get but there are there is fun seeing it for the first time and having that group experience like you know in Endgame or Star Wars when something dramatic happened and you hear other people freaking out, uh, that's kind of cool, right? To be part of that experience. But you don't really get that with a comedy because usually everybody's laughing or no one's laughing. And maybe it's funny when one person laughs at a weird part, but I don't know if it's worth the money.
0: You ever seen a horror movie, scary movie in a theater? Yes, A Quiet Place. Uh, I'm not. I've a never seen woman. that, which is it's weird. I, ju- I finished The Office like two months ago, yes. So it's hard, and I know John Krasinski is a big factor in these Quiet Place, so it's kind of that's two very different roles. <laughs> it so, is, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's and that movie
1: was really good, and uh, Quiet Place 2 was also good, and I mean, yeah, you get scared in in a theater. And so
0: yeah, the theater I th- I saw the original Conjuring in theaters. Oh boy! Oh, so I'm not a scary movie guy. I'm not a horror guy by any means. Someone would probably call me a scaredy cat. I don't know who would say that, but someone probably would. Um, and I'm just like, I started my horror journey with the The Conjuring in theaters. So I'm ripping the Band-Aid off. And I, I, we, you know, it was a new movie. I didn't. It looked interesting. It's a very interesting story if you kind of go into the what's what's now a franchise i never really thought when i saw that that it would become a franchise but good for them for i guess turning it into a franchise but um you know so i saw that and it is it's uh you know when you're in your own house you can uh you know you can turn away and run you you can you know take a deep (laughs) breath you can push pause But can't you also
1: hear a noise outside that has nothing to do with anything? But suddenly, it it's completely part of the
0: movie for you. I know, and then you know you're stuck there. It's like you know you're you're in it. This is you know Mm -hmm. you got to get the. You you don't want to be the one that walks out of the theater because you're chicken because you're scared of a scary movie.
1: Uh, And I suppose there's some sympathetic scaring because you have people that like pre scare before it's necessary, and then they make you jump even though nothing happened.
0: Yeah, but then it's like you get into a situation. Or once somebody else screams and they're scared, then you don't feel as bad. Then you're like, you know what? We're all in this uh, together. We can just, yeah, it's a scary movie. It's kind of like, you know, you got to you gotta rip off the Band-Aid and, you know, someone's got to do it. And then, oh, yeah, you know, now we can, now jump, jump scares are fine.
1: Yeah, you know. I saw A Quiet Place too, and there was distancing, <clears throat> distant seating going on. Yeah, And there were a couple times where, woo, I was not ready. And, I, know. They, and it, I had the complete like frightened moment. I jumped in my chair and I I don't usually like scary movies, uh, but I, I like the the headiness of that, yeah. of that, of that, of that concept, the quiet place yep. and, and the follow-up.
0: So there's a, um, a series, the haunting series on Netflix. The first one is an eight, seven, eight episode series called The Haunting of Hill House. Would you want to see that in a theater? Let me ask you. Oh, since oh, there's okay. So it's a series. Uh, would I want to see it in a theater? Yeah. That's tough. There's a few jump scares in that series, but it's more about storytelling than I guess more about the the horror or the scary part of it. Some some mm-hmm. some things are more, you know, about the attacks and the horror part of it. But what I was going for with that was, it's hard for me to, like The Condrain, right? Two hours of, you know, these jump scares and this whatever. <laughs> yes. You know, and horror films and scary movies. But you're looking at a series where each episode is 40 minutes to an hour long. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not a horror guy. I'm not a scary movie guy. But man, that is one of my favorite shows. Not because of the horror, but because of the the storytelling and the story yeah. itself. Have you seen it?
1: No, but I okay. was thinking I was thinking about this the other day because uh, I was asked, "Do I like scary movies?" Yeah. And I don't, but I like I like ones that are that kind of make you think. Like yeah. uh, an older one is *Gothica* with okay. uh, *Halle Berry*. I heard it had a good story. One of my friends recommended it, and that's why I saw it. One of my friends recommends movies, and usually when they recommend them, they're rock-solid on. So it's like, you know, if Emily and Jim say a movie is good, I'll, I'll almost always check it out because they've been spot on. And I was thinking to myself, I really liked American Horror Story the first season, but the other ones haven't had the same vibe to them. And the first one had something going on and you could tell something was going on, but you couldn't, I couldn't figure out what was going on. And I like those kind of Mm -hmm. horror stories. Not like you said, the jump scares. I, I don't need that. I I, I really don't. Um, But I do like the intrigue. So I, (sighs) I, I will be interested in those. So when you, when you ask, how do I feel about them? Now, would I want to see American Horror Story? I, didn't really, I don't think the story was worthy of the big screen. But I wanted to see The Quiet Place because of how they were using sound differently. And I wanted to see what that was like in a bigger theater.
0: Would you um, say there was a streaming service? And this would take a lot to pull off because now the movie game is getting into other streaming services. Mm-hmm. But what if there was like a service? Say it's thirty, um, uh, not thirty bucks. I'm just trying to get an average of what people might spend on movies per month. Basically, what I'm saying is, do you think someone would pay extra? And maybe it's paying extra on these specific, your HBOs, your Disney's, right, with the different yeah. studios and the different franchises they own. Would you say, like Disney Plus, right? It owns the Marvel, um, yep, the Marvel deal. Would you say what is Disney Plus normally? Five bucks. I think a month.
1: It, de- yeah, it depends on what how you, when you bought it or if you right, bundle yeah. it, but yeah, it's not much.
0: Let's go 5 bucks. Would you pay an extra would you go well you can pay 5 bucks a month for Disney Plus. Or you can pay 8 bucks a month for you get Disney Plus, but now you get to watch these movies um uh y- you know when they come out in theaters. I could see that as a model that some of these places you know, because they have additions, right? Peacock has the normal, then they have premium, then I think they got one yep. after that. They've got levels. Mm-hmm. I could see as this thing evolves, then you're going to see that <clears throat> happen as it progresses. What do you think there?
1: I think you're right. Uh, Disney is already doing that, where the fact that you can buy these movies as yeah. they come out. So I, I I didn't look at the price of it, but I remember Mulan was something. But inherently, I thought to myself, okay, if this movie is something I want to see in theaters. Then I want to see it in a theater. Yep. And if it's not, do I have to see it now?
0: Yeah, I know that's, that's, that's a big thing and it depends on the demand. And I'm wondering now if how this is, how this is shifting things Yes. for these, every, for these film studios. And I think a lot of it has to do, man, there is so much, right. It, You know, back in the day, it was like, if a movie needed a sequel, it got a sequel. Now it's almost, there's a funny video about this on YouTube. It's like a five-second clip um, that says, I just want to make a movie of this inspirational story about this, I forgot what it was, maybe about this lady that ran a marathon Then the, movie the executive goes oh so that's going to launch an inspirational something franchise or cinematic universe there's all about these universes and franchise it seems like if there's a right, marvel is 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 a big one and there's others that seem to you know the fast series there seems to be these ones that never end and i feel like that's where they're going yes they they want to try to who's going to get the next big franchise yeah. Right. And I feel like that's where everybody's going to occasionally you'll get a you'll get a one off movie. But unless it's based on a historical event, it seems like people are trying to trying to franchise it up. You know,
1: that's interesting. Yeah, I did see that war movie in theaters and I'm glad I did. It was it was the yeah. one take one. I'm trying to remember what's called it. It was a year. 1918? Um, in
0: nineteen Nineteen. Eighteen. Yeah, it was I from think World War 1, so. Yeah, yeah. That
1: was phenomenal and that was well worth seeing on the on the big screen. In fact, I think they had filmed certain segments on IMAX cameras to okay. give it that yep. epicness that you can't get at home. Mm-hmm. But if I yep. remember right, Krasinski did not want to write a Quiet Place 2. He felt like one was really good the way it was. He yep. he didn't write it with the intent to create a franchise or and i i and and after seeing 2 i can kind of see that that is confirmed but also what i thought was really interesting is that originally other people were trying to write the part 2 yeah and i think the executives didn't like what other people did and so they went back to him to make a sequel but that movie almost felt forced like with what you're saying Where they kind of made him make a two and he was kind of thinking, well, I made a good movie. I'm happy with it. It stands on its own. I don't have to follow it up. Exactly. I can end Star Wars with the Death Star being blown up and it's fine. Who cares what happens next?
0: I know. But here's the thing. There's series out there. And I don't know if it's a lack of ideas, right? They, you know, executive and these people can't think of any more ideas. So, oh crap, we got to make money. So let's capitalize on making another movie, like like nine Fast and Furious. Do we need nine? I I have never seen a Fast and the Furious. So please correct me if I am. They're way working
1: off on ten and eleven.
0: If like, I'm way off based on this, but how many times do we need to see? you know, action scenes and racing cars and all the, you know, I, once again, you can say I clearly don't know anything about Fast and Furious. But how many times do we need to see that? I'm a big I, fan, obviously, of the Jurassic series. How many times? Look, don't get me the wrong. New
1: one's got, the new one's all based on a mosquito from what I saw. The yeah. Movie poster.
0: Oh, it's cool, right? The whole, you know, they, they, well, that's the thing, right? As long as we're talking about Fast 9, there's a thing where they did a teaser video for the okay. new Jurassic movie Jurassic World Dominion. They did a teaser video, but it's only available in IMAX when you see Fast and Furious 9.
1: Oh, boy. Parts
0: have been leaked on YouTube. So I've seen the parts and they, you know, splice them together. Yeah. So I know it's it's kind of like a little origin story, right? It's a little bit of a prequel of, you know, how they get the blood from one of the dinosaurs. It's kind of interesting, you know. Sure. Uh, um but uh but that's but that was kind of interesting. I'm not sure if you heard about that. So you're looking at this preview to kind of draw people to go to Fast Nine.
1: Does does that work? I mean, I I bet there's,
0: I bet there are, and I'm not saying I'm one of them. Yeah, but I bet there are some Jurassic fanboys and fangirls out there that says I really want to see this, so I'm going to pay 15 bucks. (laughs) I'm going to pay 15 bucks to watch this five minute video and then I'm going to leave. I bet that I, I guarantee you there are is at least one person that did that. I know there's probably more than one. That's amazing, but you know. But whereas I'm in
1: the opposite boat, I I will when if it's a movie that I want to see, I will avoid the previews because I want to see the movie. I don't yeah. want it spoiled. I don't need leaks. Like I, you know, you see all the time where people are saying, "Don't spoil the movie. Don't talk about it in advance. If you've seen it first, like give people time." to go to it. That's the one reason why I could see people paying to get that home version at right. the same time as yeah. theaters. If they don't want to go to the theater, but they really still want to be able to scroll through their timeline or not have it spoiled on Twitter or Instagram. I could see that being the reason why, but I can't imagine going to a movie to see a
0: preview. I know. I know. But maybe they're trying to see it. that's like, Hey, Let's get these and whatever works. Let's get these people out there and oh they'll they'll stay for Fast and Furious 9 and maybe they'll they'll like it.
1: I mean, I'm curious you know? to see what happens. Is it going to bring people in because they released Cruella and A Quiet Place to video. Now they're doing the 25th anniversary sure. of Birdcage. I I I don't know if I don't know if, if that's enough to draw people to go back to theaters. I I I love movie theaters for the right movie for the
0: right movie. I agree with you. I will pay the money for the right movie. I think it's, you know, I don't know. This is, this is going to be interesting to see the way I don't think movie theater, right? Because it's an experience. It's something you can't get at your house unless you pay a lot of money to outfit your house that way. But you know, I I just, I don't know. I don't think it will. I don't think streaming is going to overtake movies the way it's done with television. At
1: least in the near future.
0: Um, You're watching TV at home
1: anyway, so I don't know if that's really a big... And the one thing I've noticed with the way that we've segmented it is, you don't have the same... It doesn't seem like there's the same water cooler chatter. Yeah. Where everybody, like, watched must-see TV last night, and they're talking Mm -hmm. about, did you see what happened? I I have not noticed that. Usually you have people, maybe two or three, who are watching a series and talking Mm -hmm. about it, but... I don't I don't sense that people have the same FOMO.
0: Yeah, so it's different because right you mentioned back in the day you've got oh did you watch last night's friends? Did you watch last night's Seinfeld or ER or whatever show it was? Right, it's one at a time every week. Yep. And you can catch up on it the next day but talking to people doing what you need to do, right? Yeah, you might now, have it on
1: tape, right? Literally, like, I'll watch yeah. it on tape tomorrow, but or it's on my DVR, DVR, or it's on my TiVo.
0: Now when you see it, you are looking at a situation where you're releasing 10 episodes at a time. So you have one person in the office that might have watched all 10 in one night. You have one person that might have watched two. You have one person that might have watched five. So you're all over the place, and you kind of got to wait you know, if you're in an office to kind of talk or talk about it in segments, that's one thing I think that has changed the most about our, and and I'll admit I'm one of them. I mean, that's, I have an over the air antenna and we've got a Netflix subscription, got a, uh, Amazon prime subscription. Um, you know, so it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, you don't really, you don't really need, um, this. I, I like being able to watch when I want to watch. I will say that. That is nice, Mm -hmm. not having to wait for a certain time when I'm usually not available anyway um, for a certain show. So I like these series and these services where everything's there and I can watch it and I can watch it when I want.
1: Um, Yeah, I totally agree. And it's funny, I know a big Star Wars fan, but he has not seen the new stuff on Disney Plus because he doesn't want to pay for it. So he is a Star Wars fan. This is a person who's really into it, like knows all the ships and the nomenclatures Mm -hmm. and is really into it and yet isn't interested in paying for the Disney Plus. And I find that fascinating because I guess he's chosen his streaming service of choice. Yep. And that's the one he's going to go with. And if it's not on there – He's just gonna be fine with it. So I have a. Fee- I wonder if the same will happen with movies where people will say, "Well, I've got HBO Max, and if this movie doesn't end up there, I guess I'm just not gonna see it."
0: You think we're both sports guys? You think? You think eventually, you know, you see sports on ESPN, you know, NFL, Fox, CBS, NBC. Um, you think eventually we're gonna see sports all on streaming platforms? Ooh, you think? I bet they. I don't, I wonder if I should say the streaming platform or over the air television. Um, so basically you're eliminating ESPN, right? They get a lot of college football. They get a lot of college basketball, um, other type of stuff. And the NFL, I heard in their last contract negotiations, even flirted with the idea of something like Amazon prime. Uh, and you know, they do have Amazon prime as an alternative, uh, for, for Thursday night football. You know, you can either watch it yes. on and over there. I forgot what network it's on now. But uh, you yeah. can watch it on, on that network or you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Do you think – we're because, you know, you got ESPN Plus, right? Yes. you got Peacock, right? There were some hockey games, right? There's no NBC Sports Network. That's example number one, right? NBC Sports Network is no longer. The former OLN and Versus is no longer in its place. Well, there's you know, airing I... games on Peacock. Like, they're, well – hockey is no longer on NBC but you know sports offerings from NBC are are on Peacock as an all I was watching
1: the uh, NHL finals on MSNBC actually on the Stanley Cup finals MSNBC yeah uh <laughs> NBC Sports Network actually
0: it, it won't it's it's going to go away eventually it hasn't yeah, yet yeah 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 right um, but i i yeah. could
1: you know i i wonder i wonder if the sports It'll be interesting to see I think something like Bally Sports has an interesting dilemma because 25 bucks a month. Did You read it, that article? I did. <laughs> I did. I, I find it really interesting because you know, I if you want to if you want to buy some people that I know have purchased like the the league pass for the yes. WNBA but then they get really frustrated when the games are on locally and they can't get them. Mhm. So I wonder to myself, are they going to figure out that dynamic yeah. because
0: when it comes Why can't
1: why can't I pay for why can't I just buy MLB TV and watch the games?
0: When it comes to sports, they got to figure out the thing with Bally because that um, that's been a big thing here in Minnesota. You know, when you you're talking about professional baseball, you're talking yep. about professional hockey, and you're yep. talking about professional basketball. You're talking about three out of the four major sports where a majority of their games right now are just on cable television, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if that if it is going to go in a streaming direction on the sports side of things, I think you've got to you got to find a way for Bally to work with some people here, well, or, or they got to do get, their own thing.
1: And if you're an antenna guy, you can still get like uh, Major League Soccer is on local channels the yeah. in Minnesota, right? And then Fox will have its game of the week. Mm-hmm. And then you'll you'll get bonus games of the week on other nights, kind of like the NFL does when they have, you know, Thursday night football on Saturday and all those weird little combinations. But <laughs> yeah, I, I you got you do have it is interesting that I think they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do there because the cable companies I just don't see that sticking around. I know. And people yeah. were so mad at Bally Sports North for what they were doing,
0: Maybe not having the networks. I could, I could see Bally coming out with their own thing. I don't think that'd be. You know they're like you said they're probably gonna charge a lot for it. You know they're uh, if they're are, gonna come out uh, with their own thing it's it's gonna be twenty bucks or something. Yeah,
1: and it's I think it's hard to compete when they say well for twenty bucks you get this, but then for five ninety nine they can get so many other channels know, and shows. I know
0: they you, you come out with this because yeah, that's what they think it's worth. But you know, and then you get into the debate, right? Well, Disney Plus has got Star Wars and all this, and Peacock's got The Office and. Parks and Rec and all these original shows and HBO Max has got Friends and they're only this yes. m- this much. Then you get in the discussion. Well, this is live sports. Yeah, it's a live uh, versus not. Li- you know what's the value? That's that's what we're all talking about here. What's the value? Are they th-
1: seeing the numbers that they want? That's what I really wonder.
0: Yeah, I, and maybe, I don't. Maybe I don't they think feel they well. They can go back and watch Friends whenever they want, whereas live twins you can only watch it this one yep. time. So maybe that they think it's worth more because of the live part of it. And that could be the case. That could be the case. I'm curious.
1: I'd be curious to, to see like how, how is like a Buffalo wild wings doing yeah. when it comes to people coming in to watch games? Cause they, they end up paying for all those packages. They do. Yep. And then they can broadcast the games there. I'm wondering if they're seeing the kind of, Demand now, or did people, you know, or did like the pause that happened cause them to say, you know, I don't have to watch all the games. I guess. I mean, I still like watching the games, but yeah, if I get busy, I'll just catch up later. I'll, I guess, I'll check the highlights out. I'll and maybe, watch the
0: yeah, viewing games. highlights. I, I think viewing um, habits, I should say, of uh, of viewers have changed. I I'm like that and I you know, I'm like, you know, do I need to watch every single baseball game? No, I don't. I'll watch in the postseason. I'm the same with basketball. I never really watched any NBA games. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll watch football I like football. Maybe that's just maybe it's a shorter season so it feels more impactful. But I won't right. watch every Sunday or Saturday. You know? That's just the viewing habits. It's like, oh you know, this game Okay, in the NFL, right, I've got Panthers taking on uh, the Texans, you know, this season. You know, and it's a noon game. I don't really need to watch this. I'll check the recap on whatever website or whatever social media. Oh, it's kind of an off week. We got Sunday night football. We've got Saints without Drew Brees taking on the Jets. Right. I don't need to watch it. I think people are more picky. Whereas, you know, back in the day, the stereotypical, you know, dad's sitting in his chair for eight hours watching football. Mm-hmm. I I just don't know if that's a reality anymore with the way the viewing habits have changed. I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I don't know. And maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think, I think too, I think in the last uh,
1: maybe 10, 15 years, you've seen like good shows get canceled. So, there have been a couple of TV shows that, like, I'm watching or my mom's watching and she tells me about it. And she's like, oh, yep. you got to check out this show. And I te- and then I get her into it and then suddenly she goes, they canceled the show. And I was like, yeah, I know. I just saw that they canceled Manifest, which people were really mad about because not only did yep. NBC cancel it, but Netflix or one other company said they won't pick it up. Yep. So I was like, wow, you got rejected twice. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Does that mean there's clearly a demand for it because they pondered the idea, or at least it was floated out there. So you wonder, man, what is happening there? And are they just saying it's not worth the spend based on what? I I think that's the big change is you see like shows jumping networks or jumping to this or that. I wonder if that's an indicator to us that, Maybe there's too much happening right now and they're right. starting to have too many shows that and they don't need them because I mean, there's people rewatching Friends. So you think yeah. to yourself, Do I really need to buy a new show when people are happy to rewatch the old one? And and a big fighting match is Who Has the Office, which by the way, is not a new show. Yep. And people are dying to get it and watch it. And you think, Okay, wait a minute, what's happening here when Seinfeld and The Office and these classic shows are getting watched again. Friends is making new merchandise when the show's not even and the, uh, all they can do is pull together a reunion type show. I know. I I wonder if they're, if we if we're seeing people say, "You know, there's plenty of good television I haven't seen or that I'd rather watch again rather than something new." I
0: find that intriguing. I like the new stuff. I you know, I'll watch a series once yeah. You know, I've watched Friends, Cheers, Frasier, Seinfeld. Yeah. I've watched them all, right? You know, and I did not watch them when I was one year old. You know, I watched them after the fact, obviously. Um, but I like new shows. I always like, and that's just, I think, part of who I I always like new experiences. I don't like going hiking in the same place twice. If you Sure. Know, you know? Obviously, you'll eventually do that. But, uh, you know, if you can avoid it, right? You know, I always like doing doing new things. So I always like the, the newer shows. Do you think, back in the day, you bought a cable subscription. You got every channel you wanted. And you paid one bill a month. Now, you're gearing towards paying Netflix. Let's see if I can mm-hmm. name them all, right? This will be a little quiz. <laughs> Netflix. Hulu. Disney Plus. I'm counting on my fingers. Paramount plus. Mm. Peacock. HBO Max. Apple TV Plus. Oh boy. Um Discovery Plus. Ah, okay. Discovery. Who else am I? I'm missing a big one, I feel. You
1: didn't did you said Netflix?
0: I did. That was the first one. I said okay. Paramount. Who Disney you said No, did I? point is, okay, None. we can stop there. Point is, you're close There's to a 10. Lot of them. You're close to Did I say Apple TV? I don't know if I said that one, but yes, you're close did. to 10. You're Prime, close to 10. Prime, Prime, Prime there it well. is, there it is. I knew I was that going was to be was the one. You were one. Thinking. Yeah. Um, you're close to 10. And are we going to get to a point where uh, I wonder how this is going to go. I don't think we're going to get to a point where everybody's got all 10, right? Where everybody, you know, No. Everybody had ESPN. Everybody had you know, HGTV in your basic kind of package. We're not going to, but maybe you'll get to a point where, Hey, everybody's got Netflix and everybody's got HBO max, but maybe there's others sprinkled in. How do you think that will adapt over time? Because technically it's, it's a big, it's it's a war right now because you're trying to get content because you're trying to get subscribers. That's why maybe things like friends sold for so much. Sure, because it's a draw. Everybody's going to watch it. It's a draw. It's like we could invest millions of dollars into new series, and they could all flop. Friends ain't flopping,
1: right? You We've got something I mean? they can they can, if they get bored. There's at least something they can watch instead yep. of saying, "Oh, this whole network sucks."
0: I like I like the I personally like the the competition because mm. uh, you know uh, I always competition makes everybody better. I say that in in every every industry, every business, I feel competition is good, right? It drives yeah. drives the prices down, right? Because you know you're going to make things more affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more services there are uh, to compete, and I feel like it, you know, you're going to want to produce better content. Eventually, right? The the offices, the Seinfelds, the Friends, they're going to be bought up, right? And whoever has them is going to have them eventually the people that are behind in the race are going to have to try to create new and better content to be able to make their service more attractive. And I think that ups the level and there, there's so much content out there and, oh my I, gosh, get yeah. it's, and I get it's hard to consume, but at the same time, I think it's a good thing right now. I'm, I'm with, I'm at a situation with Peacock where I'm like, you know, they got The Office, they got Parks and Rec, they got this, they got that, they got some sports. So you're happy? Yeah, that's pretty, you know, I don't have Peacock as of right now. But so you're I'm thinking about like, it. Mm, that they They got a pretty good offering. I'm not a big Friends fan, so HBO Max isn't a big appeal to me right now. But if there's other shows on these other networks that really, you know, stacked up, that might do something. I've said before, I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm not right. a Disney guy, so Disney Plus doesn't speak to me. But I love the sure. competition between all of this because I think in the end, as consumers, we're going to get a better product.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. The one thing that's interesting, too, is I think now you have a lot of international shows that people are grabbing. Yep. And, and I think that might be a key because – well, it, it'll be interesting to see how that goes on because if, that's ha- if this is happening globally – then where are you going to get these international TV shows from? I think like mm-hmm. the BBC, they're, they're, they're covered, right? Because they're a nationally funded program. Yep. Yep. So you have that going on. I feel like that's, you'll always have BBC shows you can steal. So you have like a doctor who mm-hmm. you have, uh, well, they have their own version of the office and they have their, their niche shows that, that you could grab. But, it's inter- it'll be interesting to see what happens long-term with all the – will all of – if everything that used to be a network, can they still find a place in the future if the cable companies don't last? I know. It's, and uh... Discovery Plus, they've launched off and made their own thing, which I, I would have been skeptical if you would have told me that. I mean National Geographic is covered under the Disney Plus umbrella.
0: It is, yep.
1: So Discovery Plus is separate. But they seem like they might have enough content to carry themselves. And so you wonder, like you said, what's the price point for that fraction of TV that you used to get?
0: It's, And I think now there's so much more as we kind of wrap up our conversation here. uh, There's so much more value. I think in shows that have already aired in our older shows, right? Oh yeah. Back in the day you'd watch an episode, but you know, you'd kind of, you know, it was hard to watch reruns. And if you didn't DVR it, you know, like, like say stranger things was a actual show. It's not like you can go back anytime and watch season one to say like, Oh, how did that happen with this? Yeah. You'd you know, have to
1: catch reruns on exactly. like TBS or something. That's what and- I
0: like. I like having all of these things available. Oh, I want to go back and I want to watch Ozark again. Oh, it's our I mean, s- New seasons good. coming out in about two months. I want to get caught up. Boom! I you think, can just go back and watch it.
1: I think nowadays sometimes if there's a new series, I'm gonna wait and see if it's any good because I don't want them canceling it on me.
0: Yeah. You know, for
1: example, Manifest. It got canceled. Well, I'm I'm clearly not gonna go back and watch season ones and two. But yeah. But um, I was recommended to see a show called Travelers. That was, I think it was off Canadian television and mm-hmm. Kim's convenience, which was on Canadian television. Yeah. Those are great series that told good stories and had some legs. And I checked those out long after they were airing on regular TV. So I, do I feel like I missed out? Not really. Cause like you said, anytime you go out hiking on a path, mm, yep. you didn't invent that path, but it's yeah. new to you. Yep. So that's good enough.
0: That is good. I mean, enough.
1: you're not the one with a machete saying, let's go through the woods. <laughs> You know, you're following a path that someone else clearly has gone down before, but yeah. it's okay for you to check it out. And so, yeah, I'll be curious to see, can Ken, is it sustainable for all these channels to make their own shows? And are they making enough money when people are really like making them get cheaper and cheaper on their shows?
0: Well, that's kind because of the... I don't want to pay a month cheaper fee. Like,
1: I don't want to pay $10 a month. It's going to have to be less.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree um with you there it's you know it's it's a situation where is it sustainable you mentioned a a interesting thing there is this thing going to be sustainable that's going to be the question so far it has but then again netflix is losing a lot of money too so are they (laughs) that's that's been the rumor um eventually disney's gonna gonna wrap by them yikes well Well, and maybe
1: we'll see that happen where we saw that with online platforms where you know instagram gets bought and Mm. all these companies if they get enough success they become lucrative they become Mm -hmm. worth buying that's interesting and and or or are you going to see more alliances like the bundling with you know disney and espn like they've created a
0: a grouping right that
1: they can sell the people and you can like when you buy cable and telephone back then it's like you get it's cheaper if you buy them both and then you go well i don't really need either but i kind of want both maybe you'll yeah. have that going on
0: it's it's a great time to be alive i think there's a lot of a lot of competition out there and it's only going to get there's only going to be more competition as as this deal goes along so Good stuff, movies, television. I'm playing Disney's theme songs, cause why not? I don't know. I just I just <laughs> we needed something to play out with music, and this is what I came across. I don't know. But uh good discussion as usual. We'll see you next week. Several random minutes. So just take my advice.
1: <laughs>